0: A few weeks after she turned 15, Journey Jameson saved a man's life. It was a hot Sunday afternoon, and a complete stranger burst through her back door, bleeding from his neck.
1: And he's like, I've been shot, can you help me? That's exactly what he said. And instantly in that moment, it was like,
0: yes, yes. This story is about that yes. About what it felt like to be able to say it, and how when you and the people around you can provide help, it changes your view of the city. I'm Shannon Heffernan, a reporter at WBEZ, and this story is for our series Every Other Hour. I'm going to come back to what happened that hot day. But first, the reason Journey knew what to do is this woman. You know, when we hear the gunshots, we're going to, you know, make sure we're safe. But after that, we're likely to go and see what's going on because we have something we can offer. This is Martine Cavrel. She's a nurse, and along with a friend, she co-founded the group Ujima Medics, Medics for short. In 2010, someone Cavill knew died from a gunshot wound, and she was thinking about the city's violence, but also about disparities in access to health care. Here's just one example of what she's talking about. A few years ago, the city measured the number of times paramedics took longer than five minutes to get to a medical emergency. In general, those longer response times happen more often on the south side. Carol says these kinds of disparities make people feel like they don't have any control of their own safety and care. We wanted to say to people, you know, what there's a lot of things that we can do. This is one thing we can do. So she started teaching regular people first aid for gunshot wounds. After that went well, they added asthma, which seems like an odd match. But to her, she says it makes complete sense. Both are something that disproportionately affect the black community. And both are something that you believes are exacerbated by bigger social issues, like poverty. Asthma is actually what first caught the ear of Journey Jameson, the 15-year-old you heard at the beginning of this story. When Journey was nine years old, she went with her best friend to Six Flags. Her friend was wheezing and gasping. Later that night, she died from asthma complications. Um,
1: kind of something that I felt guilty over for a long time because I kind of knew that she needed more help than we were
0: giving her. Perhaps because of that feeling of responsibility, Journey got super involved in UMedix, took a special training to become a trainer. She helped run classes in high schools and community centers. But she never expected to directly use the gunshot wound part of the training herself, which brings us to that hot day in 2016.
2: It was a chill day. Like, I think it was a Sunday or something.
0: This is Deontay Starks. He goes by PETA. And that Sunday, he was in the car with three other people, they pulled into a gas station right across the street from Journey's house.
2: And then I remember the driver saying, like, he don't like how the cop riding up behind us or whatever. As they were saying it, they was approaching us.
1: And I hear gunshots. For a second, I'm like, it's Sunday afternoon in the middle of the day. It's nice out. Is this real?
2: I didn't know instantly I was shot. I thought like some kids threw a rock or something through the window or something. Hit you with all they might across your face.
0: Peter gets out and runs across the street. Meanwhile, Joni is at her front window.
1: I'm looking. I'm trying to see who's hurt.
0: And as I'm intensively looking
1: across the street, PETA flies through my back door. My heart dropped.
2: Like her first reaction, she was scared.
1: I don't know if he's a shooter or not. I don't know anything.
2: And I'm like, no, I'm the one that got shot.
1: I've been shot. Can you help me? That's exactly what he said. And instantly in that moment, it was like, yes. You know what I'm saying? It was so empowering to be able to say yes.
2: She's like, you're going to have to lay down. Whatever you say do is what I'm going to do.
0: Journey calls 911. The workshop actually trains you in what to say to help the ambulance get there fastest, like letting them know the scene is safe. And while she's waiting for the ambulance to arrive, she's treating the wound, just like she learned. The bullet had gone through Peter's neck and up through his jaw.
1: I mean, we were supposed to apply pressure pretty hard, so that, but this is his neck. So I got to
2: press kind of hard. She pressed in, sliced out the blood. I'm like, whoa, all right. But I'm like, you got to deal with the pain.
0: This whole time, strangers are barging in and out of Journey's house. People heard about the shooting and were trying to see what was happening. Around this time, Journey's mom, Kenesha Jameson, gets home. Like her daughter, she took the class and later became an instructor. So she gets to work on something the training covers handling all the people who tend to show up on the scene when someone is shot. That's one of the best parts of the training because people want to be involved. People gaze.
1: You know, you see traffic on one side of the road hold up because something's happening on the other side of the road. It's just a sense
0: of human connectivity. Unfortunately, that sometimes expresses itself in harmful ways at a scene. Someone takes out their phone and streams a video of the bleeding victim to the Internet. Someone starts talking about seeking revenge. The training teaches that these are natural responses. And the best way to handle them is to give people jobs, something, anything really, to do on the scene.
1: Because a lot of time, all that builds up energy is just a void of not knowing what what to do. do do. And so we give them something to do. I need a glass of water. Go find out who his mother is. Right, That vengefulness, that, man, I can't believe who did this. I'm so angry. That comes from them wanting to do something.
0: Another part of the training that Kanisha and Journey found helpful is how to deal with paramedics and police. Kanisha says when the first paramedic walked in the door, he actually told Journey to take her hands off PETA and his blood just started gushing. Luckily, another paramedic came in. Kanisha says he told Journey to put her hands back on until they could do a proper handoff.
1: Because we do train Listen to give right. it over to the other person. That's, that's common. But the, the challenge is she's black, she's in a black neighborhood, and she's a okay. child.
0: In other words, Kanisha worries that when people see a young black person like her daughter, they assume they aren't helping. These negative assumptions people might make about you medics... The training teaches people how to handle that, especially when police arrive on scene, like they did in Kanisha's house.
1: It's traumatic
0: because they shoot people. And
1: this is what I train
0: people on. You are in the most dangerous position because of the police. That, more than the shooter coming back, is what Journey and Kanisha both say they worry about. The training teaches you to be very careful. If an officer tells you to put your hands in the air while you are trying to treat someone, you should do it. In Kanisha's case, she didn't want the police in her house. She says she told them the crime scene was across the street and she didn't want them escalating anything in her home. But she says she let them in when they threatened to arrest her. She says the training helped her to stay calm. After PETA got out of the hospital, safe and sound, his family hosted a Umedics training at their house. They all took it. Umedics is now expanding the training to include mental health and diabetes. Umedics says they know of seven different instances two for asthma, five for gunshots where people have used the training in real-life circumstances. We can't know if those people would have lived anyways without eumedics. But Martine Cavrel, the founder, says it's about something else, too. The violence can make people feel totally helpless. And when people feel helpless and hopeless about a place, it makes it hard to invest there.
1: We're in a situation where
0: people are leaving Chicago for Umedics members of the place that we love. That love is key. They want people here to have more control more ability to care for one another. We want our community to feel a sense of love and pride in each other. That's why, at the end of every training, they ask the group, do you think the people in this room could help you if you were hurt? Do you think they would? Overwhelmingly, people say yes. Shannon Heffernan, WBEZ.